Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Monday, August 14th, 2023, and today is our 190th devotional. And today we're looking at uh, three characters in the Bible, uh, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now we're still uh, looking at the characters in the Bible because they're examples to us. They give us good examples of uh, life stories. Uh, oftentimes people say that they're uh, mythical people, they're fairy tales. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's uh, very much how things uh, played out and God gave us a record of it so that we wouldn't make the same mistakes that they made. Or if they did something good, we could emulate that. So here we have Shemham and Japheth and we read in Genesis chapter 9, uh, verses 22 and 23, it says this, And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father, and told his two brothers without. And Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it on both of their shoulders, and went backwards and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backwards, and they saw not the na their father's nakedness. Now, I find this to be an interesting story, and I've talked to several people about it. Um, it, it seems very concise, very uh, straightforward. You have uh, Noah becoming a husbandman. Uh, he plants a vineyard, and uh, for some reason, uh, he gets drunk off of that. Maybe he had never experienced that before, and now after the flood, uh, the theory is that after the flood, the wine was able to ferment, and before it had never done that before. Uh, and so he wasn't quite ready for that. He wasn't quite used to it. And, and the Bible states very clearly that if a person is deceived by wine, they are not wise. And so uh, that's one of the first takeaways that I can get from this story. But uh, then you find um, that Japheth, or uh, Ham, uh, discovers the nakedness of his father. And uh, one of the things that I find interesting here is because growing up on a farm, uh, we uh, were in the barn quite a bit. And, um, you know, we just, we did what people on farms do. We uh, would use the bathroom outside. We would go, uh, I remember one of our neighbors, he had a uh, outhouse in his barn and um, it was just a big room with uh, a seat and you could see everything going on uh, right down the row. Uh, he had several boys and uh, I was always nervous to go in there. I didn't like it, uh, but uh, for men to see other men's nakedness uh, really wasn't a big deal. Uh, it wasn't something that we uh, had a big problem with. And so when I see this, it, it always made me wonder what was going on here. Was he just making fun of his dad or uh, what was going on? And uh, I, I've talked to a few people and read a few commentaries on this that suggest that maybe the problem was that both Noah and his wife became naked. And the, the wording is similar to that that's used in Leviticus chapter uh, 18, verses 7 and 8, talking about uh, seeing the nakedness of your father, uh, seeing your mother or your father's wife, 
uh, naked. That's just an abomination to the Lord. So um, that could have been what it was. But it, it appears um, also that maybe um, Ham wasn't alone in what happened here because uh, his son, uh, Canaan, was mentioned here. And um, that that whole scenario might have been playing out that uh, this was the problem going on here, that uh, one was passing it on to the next and uh, look what's going on in here and isn't this funny and just making fun of old Noah. And uh, uh, that could have been the case. Um, why was it that Cain, Canaan got cursed instead of Ham? Um, it, it could have also been that uh, Noah just saw the predisposition of Canaan and uh, he needed to be uh, reprimanded, you might say. Uh, he saw where he was going and he needed to be woken up where, um, you know, it could have also been that um, Noah just didn't want to curse his own son, so he cursed his grandson. I don't know about that. Uh, that doesn't seem plausible to me. But uh, that's what some people have have put forward. So um, why were Shem and Japheth blessed the way that they were? Well, it appears that Shem uh, was the one that took the lead here. And because he uh, was more spiritually minded, he was more attuned uh, to the working of God, uh, that he was blessed a little bit higher. And uh, Japheth, it, it appears, maybe was more of a follower and just uh, went along to, uh, he, he just did what he was told to do and, and he knew what was right. So he followed uh, Shem, but uh, he wasn't the one to instigate anything here. He was just a follower and that could have been the case. What does seem interesting to me is that the curse that, that Noah pronounces on uh, Canaan and Shem and the blessing on Shem and Japheth, it seems to have played out uh, to a T. Uh, you have Canaan, uh, the whole land was, uh, they went to uh, what is now called the promised land, Canaan, and uh, they had taken it over. But if you know your history about uh, the people of that, that land, they were a very, very wicked people. They were very um, uh, sensual, you might say, and, and they had lots of problems going on there. And eventually, um, God allowed the Israelites to wipe them out and to get rid of them because their wickedness was so bad. And along the way, they became servants of the Israelites and they paid tribute. And you can see that uh, with Joshua you can see that with um, the different judges as you go down through there, and, and then eventually with David and Solomon uh, and, and just the way that things worked out. Uh, but you also see uh, how the, the line of uh, Shem uh, was blessed. You see that they became a blessing to all people because uh, as we go down through this, we'll see that uh, Abraham is from the line of Shem. And he has been a blessing to us all. And you also see that Japheth, because the line of uh, Shem, because Abraham was such a blessing to us all. And, and it appears that the 
the first ones that really latched onto that and received it was Western culture, Western civilization, Japheth, where the the tribes of Japheth went up to. And so uh, that all played out just like Noah said it would. And, and it's interesting for us to see that. But what can we learn from it? Well, first off, we need to learn that God's word is serious when it says, honor your father and mother. He shouldn't have to tell us that. That should just be something that we do. But it seems like more and more we uh, want to pick apart the flaws of our parents and, and we want to put the blame uh, of our our problems on them and, and that's like uncovering their nakedness and we need to be very careful about that we need to be very careful not that we overlook their flaws we can learn from their mistakes and not make the same mistakes but we don't have to broadcast it to the world and we don't have to use it as an excuse and, and something else that we need to uh, keep in mind we need not just to live for the present like Ham and the Canaanites did. We need to look to the future. We need to always be looking to the future because this world, it, like the song says, this world is not our home. We're just passing through. We're only here for a little while and, and this will be gone. We need to be looking towards the future. What will it profit a man if he gain the whole world and loses his own soul? Uh, we need to be looking towards the future. So I hope that's a help to you. And, and I hope that introduced you to a few of the characters uh, there in the Bible, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and a little bit of the story behind uh, what was going on with them. So thank you so much for joining with us. If this has been a help to you, pass it on to a friend. Uh, we would sure like to see this grow and uh, expand a little bit. Um, so I hope this has been a help to you. And until the next time, Auf Wiedersehen.